0: and welcome to the Happier Hour, the happiest time of the week! Today we're at a new time as you can tell. We're coming in live at noon and we are so excited uh, to share our wonderful friend and guest and just most recently a speaker up with us up in Boston, Melissa Clayton who's the CEO and founder of Tiny Tags. One of the most ingenious, fun, interesting, memorable, meaningful with, before we even get going with all this, what would your your tagline be? Oh, and here we are. Melissa, I was just saying, we're going to start us with, even before we get anywhere further, what would your tagline be? And it's a really tough question. If you were to put this in one, two, maybe three words max. And what we just love so much is that Melissa has given you the opportunity to share that tagline. But such a meaningful tagline as well, and that's what we're going to talk all about today: how this began, why it's such a gift, not just to others but to ourselves, and with a mission of community supporting women, uplifting women, and the and the absolute idea that you have to love mm-hmm. yourself before you can fully love anyone else. Who better to share this gift with than Melissa Clayton, CEO and founder hi, of? Hi, Tans thanks for Davis. having me. Welcome Happy here. Oh, I'm. So so happy. And I was just sharing with everyone, you're on our show a long time ago, pre-COVID. No, maybe the very beginning of COVID. But more importantly, you just joined us up in Boston for our in-person Work Mom on the Move. And it was so much fun. And we are so grateful for you to have done that. But we learned so much. And everyone walked away thinking, what is my tagline? And "What, what? when I leave, what am I leaving behind? So let's talk about how this all began, how Tiny Tags Came into existence and not just physically what it means, but you know, as we talked about the mission, but almost like the emotional part Um, behind it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I started the company, I mean, well over 16 years ago, and it all happened really by accident. Um, very cliche. I started on my kitchen counter. I was living out west at the time, and I'm going to give you the short version. And a mom was wearing a necklace with her kid's name on it, and I was like, I want to make one of those because it was like hand stamped. And I was like, okay. So I f- ordered a hand stamp set, um, and I tried, gave up. I have no jewelry making, and I wouldn't even call myself very creative. And then I took a plane ride. Months later, because I put everything in the closet, sat next to a woman. And she was in jewelry design school. And I said, hey, I'm trying to learn how to make a hand stamp necklace. And she's like, oh my gosh, so easy. I work at a jewelry su- supply store in San Francisco. She gave me her card. Um, and I went there. She was not working there that day. And the person behind the counter was like, Oh, this is what you need. Use liver of sulfur to blacken the letters. And that's how it started. And I did the hand stamping for many years when my kids were little, at nights and weekends and nap times. Um, and then we moved back east. And at that point, I knew I wanted to get out of the, ma- the jewelry making. And wanted to do more fine jewelry, more heirloom type jewelry, and that's when we found amazing manufacturing partners in Providence, Rhode Island, and in Southern Massachusetts. Um, and we started doing laser engraving and really elevated the entire product line.
0: So I want to go back, although it switched. Maybe as you were saying, you, you transferred to more fine jewelry, but the mission always. Oh my goodness! Look at and that and I want to, dog. Oh my God, <laughs> You know, might be my tagline. <laughs> I, um, I want to talk about sort of how the mission remained the same. Yeah, the mission sort of evolved.
1: When I first started, I was doing a hand-stamped jewelry for anybody. And I listened to a book, a book. And my head was starting to spin, because I was doing a bridal expo. I was trying to make something for men for Father's Day, because everybody was telling me what to do. And my head was spinning. And I listened to a book called Brand Warfare. And it was like light bulbs going off. And I, at that point, then I had started to, and this is back in the day, when I was still talking to people on the phone and doing email. And it was a lot of like a friend of a friend. And we didn't have like this great website. So a lot of times the communication was over the phone. And I started to really have the connection to moms, to grandmothers, especially. I just got an email from my, one of our original first customers. Um, and that I was gravitating towards that. And when I listened to that book, I said, that's it. We're going to focus just on moms. And it made running the business so much easier. And I think as I've gotten older, as I spent more time to reflect on my on the business and what i've grown with the business as an individual as a mom and that mission of when we talk now not just about celebrating children but also that you got to celebrate yourself you got to show it for yourself so that you can show it for other people um i feel like that has been part of my own personal evolution right realizing as i've gotten as an older mom now
0: right so you what can you give if you can't if you're not absolutely fully equipped to start giving it. And how do you and how do you how do you solve for that? Like how do you deep dive into figuring that out and when you know you're yeah, well, ready for to For me,
1: then go the um, I'm someone I have been pretty energetic. Um, and I will share, I started getting vertigo about two years ago and I was like, Oh, this what's causing this? What's causing this? And I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but it was in my head and I thought it was my body's way. say, we're done. You're not going to go do that. You're not going to do that. And it really forced me to slow down. And that really was like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. And like, I don't know if anyone's had vertigo, but like, it is like lay down. There is nothing you could do. I've had to have people come pick me up to drive me home if I get it bad enough. So I have really been forced to live that and breathe that from a physical and mental, like meditation is now a part of my, not daily life, but I'm always trying to get better at it. Um, and realizing that I can't do, I can't be everything to everybody right now. Um, and I got to show up for myself. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and a big thing about Morph Mom is like we share next steps and how you get there and what you do. And, and we talked about this in Boston. A huge part of that yeah. is sharing the bumps along the road. Not how great it's all been. That the journey yeah. had a whole lot of divots as well. And again, that's the relatable part. And I, I appreciate you even just sharing that. Because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there listening right now that just thought, it is a sign. Or there is, there, there's a reason this is yeah. happening. That I have to step back and figure this all out. Um, and I know... And we're going to continue with this. We have a lot of people watching right now, so I want to share something very special about today that we have talked about—a giveaway today. So keep watching. We have a lot coming on the show, but I want Melissa to share. We are going to give away two uh, $50 gift
1: cards to Tiny Tags. So we will randomly pick two people um, during the
0: show, but you have to stay on um, to win. So, so that's right. So why don't we do so we know that so. At around 1230, I want somebody who has just heard this and the first two that come on and, and in the comments, you're going to say, I was here, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Those are going to be our giveaways. Um, so, okay, I want to go back again to this incredible mission that just, uh, it it's so applicable to, to everything in life. And so, like you were saying, it was very hard that you had to figure out how to sort of stay in one lane and focus on motherhood. But the idea of a tagline and support and celebrating something or reminding you of something is so significant as well. When that all started, do you remember well let's start with, do you remember your very first one I that you did? I do not actually. Um it was probably my
1: own kids' names, <laughs> if I had to guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or one oh, that well,
1: that really is, stood out, is, out to you. So you remember this one is of where, your first. This has also been part of you know the where tiny tags um, has become so much my heart and soul. One of the first necklaces I made was for a woman, her name is Reggie. Uh, she lives here in New England, actually. And we had a friend of a friend, because everything back then was like email. And she my son Tyler, my oldest was five, her son was five, and he got the swine flu and excuse me, he got leukemia. And then he wound up getting the swine flu, and he passed away at five years old. And she emailed me to make a necklace, because personalized jewelry was not as big as it is now. And we started emailing, and of course, I made it for her. But we started like this sort of old school, like um, pen pal relationship. And I felt like I was somebody she could really just say everything to, you know, because I was this nameless, faceless person. Like, I remember she emailed me. She's like, I just found out my husband's throwing me a surprise 40th birthday party. And I really don't want it. But I was the only person that she could tell because everybody else was going to the party. (laughs) Um, But that relationship and that like, and like hearing a mother's grief firsthand like that, um, talk, she would talk about going into his room at night and just sobbing. And you have that, like, what did I do that I get to tuck my child in at night? So that really, and then I got to meet her when I moved back to New England. She's still in my life. We got really involved in team, team leukemia with her. Um, she raised over $100,000 and got a scholarship or Grant in his name, his name is Aiden. Um, so she was just an incredible woman. And that relationship and that like deep reading those emails, they, they stay with you forever. And it changed my outlook on, you know, you talk about picking your battles in life. Um, so that was a, one of the first necklaces I ever made that really impacted me and stayed with me forever.
0: And I'm sure this applies to there's just so many Different experiences people have that they want to capture in that tagline, you know that they can hold and physically carry with them at all times. So maybe can you tell people the variety of the different yep. things that you cover? So you know, from like you said, a name of a child. But what uh, what else can people do sure. with that? So with I that mean, tiny we tag? live in a very
1: warm and fuzzy place at Tiny Tags. We I saw I was down at the factory last week, and a mother had gotten um, it must be a graduation gift. We have a mother-daughter bar bracelet. And she wrote on the front, my adventure began with you. And on the inside wrote the date she graduated from preschool and the date she graduated from high school or college. I'm not sure what it was. Um, so one of you see things like that. One of my other favorites was another mom. She gave all of her three daughters for Christmas um, a bar bracelet on the inside. And that's what's special about Tiny Tags is the inside engraving. Um, with a back engraving she wrote always as Smith and whatever their last name was because all her daughters were married and was reminding them where it all started <laughs> so I thought that was awesome um, oh my
0: I love that because I'm one of four girls, yes. and I just say Butler. <laughs> Wait, I need always a Butler. <laughs> I think yeah, that's my I next love that. Tagline.
1: Um And <laughs> we've had, you know, like with our, we, we launched the pave um, date necklace, which is so pretty. And we've had people put the date they got engaged. Obviously, a lot of wedding dates. Um, but I mean, gosh, the grandmothers. We've done like all the nameplates with like Nona and Mimi and Nana and the grandmothers always um, have a soft, soft place in my heart, for sure.
0: And you can do it in all different ways, right? So it's, it's maybe talk a little bit too about, again, right now we're going to talk about just the, the product itself. And then I want to yeah. go into a little bit more for those looking to start a business, but how many different ways can you do it? So it's a, it's a they can lock, like, sort of like a pendant or an oval. Yeah, so we so have tags, which are have. great if your family isn't complete or you don't know that
1: because you, you can buy a tag only and you can keep adding to the tags. We have the name, we have the circle pendant and the name plate um, that you cannot add to. So those are great when you know your family is complete. Oh, another really cute thing that we've seen people do is like a gotcha date for people that are children that are adopted. Um, they'll do their birth date and then their gotcha date on the back. I know, ridiculous. (gasps) Um, yeah, and we have one one more story. We had a mom one time. She put the birth weight on the back of her two tags, and they were twins, and they were like one pound and like nine ounces. And I was like, oh my gosh, are these children still alive? And then I found her. I stopped her, and I found her. And they were thriving. And we did a whole story behind the tag with her. And then we did a follow-up like two years later. So that was really exciting. Um, But um, anyway, so then we have like nameplate necklaces as well. And then we have all sorts of bracelets. I mean, And everything, like 95% of our pieces are all custom done, um, mostly
0: made here right in Providence, Rhode Island. So I love that. And again, guys, for those joining us at twelve thirty, we have two giveaways from Tiny Tags. But and I'm going to do my best when the comments come up. First two comments that come up. I'm here. i I was here. here. I'm here. here. I was here. (laughs) I was here. I was here. At twelve thirty, we're going to get those two giveaways, and I'm going to do my best. Um, But what's so interesting about this? And again, with Morph Mom, the whole point of it is sharing stories because that's especially in this world of social media where everything is so distanced, coming out of COVID, being so just isolated, and, and there's so much struggling, and we're all trying to get through every single day. I, I love that there's a story behind everything, because again, what connects us, but stories and the uh, the good and the bad. And I love that there's just, you can share yeah. your story, but you can also carry your story. So it's, it's that combining thing about, you know, it's always right. with me, but I can always share it with you as well. So. For those who are now looking to do something like this, and I love your story. I, I would say step number one is always being open to something. As you said, you're sitting on a plane just talking right. to somebody who happens to be in the jewelry world. And so number one step about ever starting anything is talk to everybody because you never know. But for those out there who are looking to start something or any tips or, you know, tricks of the trade. Yeah, I think someone said the the morph mom because I thought that was a degree. It's like find
1: why people come to you to begin with um you know i was even saying my younger Mm -hmm. sister who's trying to figure out her next chapter and i was like carol like everybody comes for you for like style advice you know and yes maybe you don't want to go start a business but you know what find a stylist and say hey can i help you out for 10 hours a week you know dip your toe into into areas um and i think when you start doing that you start to figure out slowly and sometimes closing doors i was an accountant when I realized I did not want to do that, part of I would say part of opening doors is closing doors. So
0: mm-hmm. like sort of accepting that it's okay. Exactly that I'm not gonna pursue that anymore. Yes. It's almost exactly. a, it's a huge hump to get over. Right? It's also yeah somewhat identity defining where you have to say, Well that's who I was, but who am I now and who am I gonna be? So that's a huge part of it too, like you just said, I think. Um, now with the jewel, and again, another very unique thing that you did is started something that you had to yeah. learn how to do it, which at our, you know, it's tough. It's tough to make that switch. But you, know, you have the advice from the woman on the plane. But did that scare you a bit almost with what was still involved yeah. to get there? Or were you, were you excited to the extent that I have this passion? And now, even though it's not easy, yeah, I wasn't I never scared thought. because I definitely was not thinking big.
1: I, I was a little bit like, hey, I need something to do. I was someone like, I want to be able to pay for a cleaning service to come to my house, because I know I don't clean. Um, and I was like, I just wanted something that I could do as, and I always call I always say, call it a hobby. Because as soon as you call it a business, it feels overwhelming, and the expectation is all the way up here. Um, and so I was, just, I was just looking for a hobby. And my goal at the time was to make $250 a week so I could pay for the cleaning lady and maybe pay for some groceries. So that was my goal <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, that I was not going to be the mom it, when my kids napped and on weekends that I was going to run around and make my house perfect. I'm, I feel very fortunate keeping, I mean, we keep a tidy house, but it was not a perfect house. And that's just not where <laughs> I'm going to spend my time. So.
0: <laughs> but that's another huge part of it too. Is yeah, realizing yeah. your strengths and what you're not good at right? And how you go along with that. So for those joining us, I'm just so fortunate that Melissa just joined us recently in Boston at our conference. And a huge part of this was talking about how you get something started and all the everybody's tips and, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, what goes into this. And a huge part is, as you said, sometimes realizing I have to change paths. And in order to do that, I've got to accept I'm no longer there. I got to read And this I also say, where I, am, like, I just was on the tough. phone
1: this morning. I, li- I did not know this woman at all. Um, she had worked at a jewelry company that had clothes that I had always admired, an online jewelry brand that had amazing technology. And I just went on to LinkedIn and I just said, Hey, I'm Melissa Clayton. I saw that you used to work at so and so. I would love 10 minutes of your time. And we got on a Zoom call and I said, You know, I just appreciate you chatting with me. I would just love to hear your experience working at this company. And we talked for half an hour. Um, and I think people will be amazed. Ask for 10 minutes. Maybe it'll probably come 20 minutes. Respect the 10 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. if it hits 10 minutes, and say, hey, if I appreciate this time. And if they're like, oh, no, no, I got 10 more minutes. Um, but look for someone that's doing what you want to do and just reach out to them. I'm a huge fan of finding a mentor. Um, I think I shared, I have talked to, the CEO, um, Moya Rega Jones, I believe is her name. She was the CEO and founder of Aiden and A, which sold for like a hundred million dollars. I've talked to the CEO of Pure Vita, um, because I have just DM'd them on Instagram and say, hey, I would love to
0: chat with you for 15 minutes. So you can't hurt Let me ask you about the DM, yep. which is a little bit scary like reaching out and you don't want to say we learned, another thing we learned at the Morph Mom conference, um, how yeah. to present yourself? You know, that elevator pitch, or Allison King said, the lead. So, when you're doing it, when you're reaching out to someone via DM, how much or how little do you share? And how much do you ask on that first? You know, yeah, uh, I have that first DM. I usually
1: say, Hi, I'm Melissa Clayton, and I'm the CEO and founder of Tiny Tags. And if you don't have a company, you could just say, Hey, I'm really interested in X, Y, and Z, the design space. I'm really interested in the, you know, the legal space, whatever it might be. Um, and I would really appreciate 10 minutes of your time. If you could spare that, I would really appreciate it. And just, I keep it pretty simple um, initially. And if they don't get back to you, then you can maybe follow up. This is why I'm reaching out to you. I loved what you've done, X, Y, and Z. Um, give them a compliment maybe, and um, see if they get back to you. But again, I am
0: I always reach out twice, always. I, I did our yeah. sports five. I'm so happy you were here, but wait, we're gonna do it at 12:30. Mm -hmm. So come right back at 12:30. I mean, don't leave, (laughs) but send the comment again at 12:30. (laughs) But I love that you're here. I love that everybody's here. I love that Melissa's here. How incredible that you're just sharing so much. And what I love about this too is, anyone here could be doing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. These are tips that will help you regardless of what path you're taking, what field you're interested in, or even helping others or helping your children. It's just, it's just so. I, you know, I have another question. As we're talking about this, another world that I think is really hard when you're starting off, especially in such a saturated world with social media. And how do you then mark? So you have this idea of this company. How do you market it? How do you get the word out? And how do you stand out? And you've done. I mean, your work is incredible, and what you're doing touches everybody, including, by the way, I'm sure you guys know this, but the Tiny Tags has been in People Magazine, In Style, Refinery Twenty Nine. The celebrities love Tiny Tags, including Meryl <laughs> Streep, and I actually love the one that Meryl <laughs> Streep loves also. But how do you get the word out? Not so much just what you're doing, but there's so right. much more to it. There's the story behind it. It's touching so many lives. If I see someone else in a Tiny Tags, I have an instant connection to them because we both know we're wearing this for the power of the story, yep. much beyond um, just two things the I'll look. share. One is
1: I started this a very long time ago. Um, I'm 52. I really am such a believer you can start at any time. I will share my stepmother started a company. She's 65. She started it 10 years ago. She just sold it for over seven figures, a catering business. And what she did, which I think is a great idea, she knew she wanted to get into the, the, the catering space. So she went and worked for a caterer. And she learned all the tips and the tricks. She learned where the mistakes are. She got the playbook. And then went and started her own company. So um, there's no shame in that game. <laughs> is going to work do doing yeah. find the way you wanna what you want to do and work at a company that's already doing it well. Um, and for me, um, what was the question? Oh, about um, how do you, Sorry, I, getting, getting the word out. Like how do you yeah, I think that's the in that's the crowded marketplace um, is staying focused on one segment of the market. Um, and that's why, like, when we decided to focus just on moms, and more than ever now, like when I started, there was maybe three or four personalized jewelry companies. Now there are literally, I think, probably a 100 or so. But us staying focused on moms, I know the influencers, I know the magazines, I know where our, our customer is. So staying focused on a, a very specific part of the um, of the market, I think helps keep you sane. And I think you have to be in the world of social media, people love seeing behind the scenes. They love, you have to get past that. Oh my God, I look like crap. I don't want to go on social media. It is unfortunately a place where people connect with brands. And I think people want that more than ever. They don't just want to go to jcpenny.com. If anyone shops at you, you know, Mm -hmm. like they want to, even like the Nordstrom's of the world, they really want to get to know the brand and be like, oh, I discovered this brand. And this is what's so great about them. And you know, they're made in Providence, Rhode Island. And the owner started 15 years ago. People love that. Um,
0: but you have to be vulnerable for that, for sure. I mm-hmm. know that's the hardest part. And speaking of which, <laughs> if you've noticed, they're keep stars. You're like lucky. I, I want filter. that filter. so oh, no. No, do you see? <laughs> I lose, Like, I'm going to turn into a cat like that zoom one time, like all of a sudden my eye becomes a star and this earring is a star. So this is not an intentional filter. I'm also kind of orange <laughs> right now. But I think that's, that is the hardest part is, again, the vulnerability. Like I love asking the questions. I don't like being in front of the camera. Yeah. I like yeah. being behind it and asking. But you're right. It's I think opening up and saying, look, we're all in this together. We're all going through you know, a lot of crummy things lately, but some good comes out of it. And let's talk about that. I I so agree with that point, because that's always the person I'm going to go back absolutely. And I want to know what's happening with them. I want to follow up on their story. So with you, now you've done millions of these tags, and we've talked about a couple of the stories that really affected you. For you personally, if you had to pick a tagline for yourself, or let's say, let's say three tiny tags, so yourself, of my kids names, what would my do? tagline
1: is? I'll sh- I can show you. It's up on my board right now. Is that joy is an inside job? <laughs> that is my favorite. I tell my kids that all oh, the time, my- and I think especially in this world of social media, um, you know, I would say as an older mom, you know, I didn't grow up with any of this. I didn't have it when my kids were born. Um, when I had my first son, my nursery, I bought a tee for Tyler and the office. Became his, you know, his nursery. I had no baby shower, no maternity photos, no baby moon. But like, it wasn't a thing. And and this expectation right. of what motherhood looks like, especially in the beginning, it's not reality. It's not. I think it's dangerous. It's not healthy. And none of that is actually helping you prepare for baby. You know, it's checking within you, checking your relationships are healthy, that you're good with you, and most importantly. Um, that will really help you prepare for baby and in a world that 's telling you know the, the likes and all that, especially for the young girls, um, reminding that joy is within I think is so important and I, and i I do it for myself also i 've been scrolling I want that house of the ocean. And then I'm like, oh my god, that will never make you actually happy. Um, so for me, joy is an inside job. And that is not my tagline. That came from one of my favorite books. Um, it's called the, the Gift of Joy. It was, um, is it The Gift of Joy? The, the, it's the, It was the Dalai Lama and Arch Desmond Tutu spent a week together, um, The Book of Joy. And this gentleman was hired to document their conversation and that was a line from that book so that's one of my favorite lines
0: oh i love that what so okay going along that line what is a common thread or one of the most common tags you see from moms and i love that it's it's very much revealing that it's not always great it's not always perfect but is there something pretty common you hear you hear um I think anyone often...
1: we obviously most kids names I mean that is that is is kids names and then all the nicknames that people call their grandmothers um the Annas and I, and then also the, the <laughs> mama collection once you if, especially for moms that their journey has been really hard to become a mother um they're just so proud to wear a nameplate that says mama because someone's calling them mama and those are the ones that are really special so yeah
0: oh and then can you do a longer one like what like you were just saying like that yeah.
1: the um the quote. Yeah. so Is on our circle pendant we have quote? a custom phrase one so it can hold up to 52 characters on the front and the back um and then the bar necklace also can hold up to 25 characters on the front and back so yes yeah, so we have lots of options for those longer um phrases that you want to do
0: Have you seen requests? Oh, yeah, because we do Do a lot of Bible verses, um,
1: which, we know, we just did like a wedding and she got for all the bridesmaids. She got our cross charm, but on the back did a Bible verse for each one of the bridesmaids that spoke to their relationship, which I thought was really special. Um, and then I'll tell you one of my other favorite, favorite ones. It was the mother of a groom. And the groom, we worked with the bride. He did the circle pendant and did his name and his sibling's name on the front. And on the back, he did the song they danced to, which was Landslide by Stevie Nicks at, at the wedding. She, he uh-huh. put that on the back with the date of the wedding. I mean, could you imagine imagining anything that? For uh, Before you're the, what, your, your son say, gets married, I can't I can't take it.
0: <laughs> so Seema, who is normally on the show tonight, is watching right now. And Melissa, you just met her up in Boston, huh? is about to be a mother of a groom. <laughs> so Seema, yeah. the winner needs to see this. Oh, I love that. OK, wait, we've got a winner. Miss Sports 5. Can you DM <laughs> me? Oh, Seema, you want to do that. Miss Sports 5 is one of the winners of our gift yeah. certificate. Uh, or Tiny Tags gift certificate, Miss Sports 5, can you DM me at Morph Mom? And I will get that. Or actually, sure. maybe, yeah. maybe I should have them DM you at Tiny Tags to do it directly. So Miss Sports is the winner of our first gift certificate, a giveaway from Tiny Tags. And please DM yeah. uh, at Tiny Tags. And we have one more give. We have one more uh, giveaway. So we're going to see who uh, who was here. And who I love that you did that. <laughs> Right, who else did. Oh, For sports five? Oh, you got oh, me strong. That was pretty good. Oh, we got one! We've got a winner! A-S- A-S-H-C-H-E-R. A-S-H-C-H-E-R. Oh, and Karen Colbert just missed it. Alright, so there are two winners. Please D de- oh Karen, my sister, was <laughs> <who is it? laughs> Karen, you just missed it. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, so uh, our two giveaway winners, please reach out to at tiny tags because no. I'm so excited. That was so fun. And thank you, tiny tag for doing that. <laughs> um, so Melissa, I want to go back to something else we're talking about. Um, this is my selfish thing, uh, sort of, uh, phrases that mean something to you. So especially with morph mom, my dad passed away years ago. Oh, miss sports. Five, not sure I, to do I'm them just email trunks. me, just Melissa at tiny tags.com.
1: In fact, you both can just email me, Melissa, at com. That's fine.
0: Oh, that's so exciting. you got to think about what you're going to put now. Um, but it's funny. My father passed away about 14 years ago. But he would always say to me, be interested, and you'll be interesting. And to this day, I think I wake up every day thinking about that. And if I could wear that. Really? I would love to have that. I say it all the time. But to catch all the time. And now it may have been because I talk too much. So I think It was like, all right, settle down, Kathleen, you're talking way too much. But I learned even just every I think about it every day with every interview we do with Morph Mom with every story that we hear. It's just for me, I think it was just the most meaningful lesson that there's everybody has a story. Everybody yeah. has something to share. And you just have to sit back and listen and actually hear what they're saying. So as we're saying this, I'm selfishly thinking I would love to have that. On a no, I love, just to wear yeah, that. And, you, all the and time. we've done that. I love when people honor someone
1: that's passed with holding like a phrase or something. Um, but you could do that on um, a circle pendant. I can hear you. Someone said your volume's not working.
0: I know, Karen. Karen I can hear you too. My oh. it's my sister. Oh, for me. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> Karen. All right, well. Um, And by the way, that's my sister, you guys. And I have to give her a shout out. So Morph Mom, we're on the move. And we are doing these events all over the country. We've done Asheville and Charleston, and most recently Boston with Melissa. And she was absolutely incredible. Um, But my sister Karen and my mom and Seema are our team, and my sister-in-law. So Karen does come to all the events. So Karen, give me a shout out for that. but we filmed everything. So what we're going to be able to do, and you guys, I mean, Melissa's advice is beyond always everything she has to offer. What she's doing is incredible. What she's giving is incredible. And just her story. So we filmed everything. And when I get my act together, we will have bits and pieces of the conference up on Morph Mom on the website, which is morphmom.com. And we'll be doing it through the stories as well. Yeah. So we'll get to share a lot more when I figure <laughs> out how to download it from the camera to my computer and then do edit that. And that's what we're saying, like what are your strengths? That is not my strength, (laughs) but I'm gonna figure it out. So so, Melissa, again, for everybody out here who's watching, um, the story that goes behind, and we're talking today about how make one part of marketing and getting yourself out there is letting them know you, let them know your story and what you do is sharing your story. How vulnerable, like when people are like, but how much should I share? And and you know, when is when is it how much is too much sometimes? Any any thoughts about that, especially the people that you've encountered along the way who wanted to say something, yep. but weren't sure exactly yeah, how I to said, say it or, I think we have to be comfortable. or say You know, there's a lot more I would
1: share sometimes on social. But I know my kids are watching. I know their friends follow Tiny Tags. Um, because as someone that's been married for 21 years now, I love talking about marriage. Um, I love talking what makes a really good marriage and what makes it, you know, what I've learned along the way, but I don't, I know I've, that would be too much for my kids. Can I talk about bedroom stuff with my kids? So, so <laughs> I think you have to be aware, be comfortable, um, with yourself. Um, and like my, my mother-in-law has seen stuff. And I was like, "Oh God!" Like how I didn't think she was on social, but her friends saw it and shared it. So one, you gotta be comfortable that anyone and everyone will see it. Um, and for me, it has been looking at the greater good. Sometimes I will feel, I would feel goofy sitting there talking into my phone, right? Especially when I'm telling my kids to get off their phone all the time. But I always picture the mom that needs that little bit of uplifting, needs that connection. Um, you know, I've always thought of myself as a big sister to our community, and I see her there, um, and that makes me okay to put myself out there. Um, my kids don't want to be on social. I know some people put their kids on social. That was not something we ever, I ever did, and I didn't really have to. I wasn't an influencer, you know. Um, but I think you have to be comfortable with it. And, you know, we all know it never goes away, really. So that is, um, but I think, you know, it's for my our mission about celebrating children. I've been willing to share more because I believe so much in our mission about supporting moms and being real about one, it means to start a business. Like I'm one of the only people I know that will share numbers about our business because I have sat in so many seats over the year. And I've listened to people tell me about their great business, but they don't share their revenue. They don't share if they've raised money, if they have a wealthy so-and-so supporting them. And I think that really matters. And I think making it not realistic, um, you know, I love Matthew McConaughey's wife. But her telling me how to start a business and all that she's been through is not really realistic to me. Um, So when I see her stage giving business advice, it's not relatable to me. So, if I'm going to talk about business, I am very open and honest about what do I really take home for a salary? What do I what's our revenue? What's our bottom mm-hmm. line? Because it's not all what it appears to be for most
0: companies. So, I like to keep it real. And going into that, when you were deciding um, again, for those out there trying to figure this all out, you know, I got a product here I want to start selling. It. How how did so yeah, how does one, I know it's unique to the product, but decide about the pricing or, you know, and when it's a friend and how often are you going to give them away? Yeah. And when are you going to switch over to where you're going to charge? And like, how, yeah. how did you sort of uh, navigate that? One, get
1: really comfortable charging your friends. And I have, it's one of my biggest pet peeves because don't say you support women in business and then ask for a free product. Um, I have had very influential people that have a lot of money DM me and I'm like, you know where to buy a tiny tags? Like I know. And then like, (laughs) Oh, I want my friend a gift. And I've sent free product to them and I am like shocked that they actually just want it for free. So I wouldn't, I just bought something. We're doing a collaboration with someone and she sells product. I went on her website and I bought it. I didn't DM her and try to get it for free. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm a big believer that if your friends are asking for discounts, you need to say, you know what, I'm trying to start a business here. And I'd really love it if you could support me. And here's the link. Have a friends and family discount code, you know. Um, But friends should not be asking you to make product for free, hands down. Um, So get comfortable just sending the link, um, or you set up another email and act like you have someone helping you. And that, that person email um, <laughs> is another great one.
0: Uh,
1: yeah, my, yes, exactly. I, my assistant. Um, and then I think for pricing, one of my favorite books is The Psychology of Price. You really have to, if you don't know numbers, talk to someone that does. Because not pricing your product right is probably is a huge, um, is a huge you know, mistake that I, I did in the beginning also is not realizing the cost of doing business. Our product, we have to pay our manufacturer. So 50% off the bat goes to our manufacturer. So, and then you have, it's a very expensive to run a business a website, salaries, health insurance. Um, so, yeah, you have to be realistic of what it costs to start a business and ask people.
0: Yeah. If you've made a mistake at first, you know, if you're like, now, what do I do any, any, I don't know if you experienced that, or if you know anybody who did, but a lot of people said, I don't know what to do. I screwed up. Yep. And how, like, how do I, um, we can't and change, change it? it. Right. I
1: mean, we paid one time I had a woman email me. She was an, um, she acted as though she had like this PR firm and she, um, I sent her $5,000. She told me that Tori Spelling was going to wear it. Um, all these huge celebrities. And she was hanging out with them, too. I saw her on stories. And she was a scam artist. It was nuts. Um, And I got caught up in it. And I sent her $5,000. And it was like, goodbye. And I was so embarrassed that I, one, did not, like, my husband was like, you should have only paid her half. And then when she delivered, then you paid the second half. But I was like, you know what? It was a lesson learned. Mm -hmm. I was fortunate that that didn't close my business. but. there was a lot of small businesses that that really affected them the amount of money they scammed. she scammed them. so learn your lesson don't beat yourself up, um, but ask people you know if you are someone saying, "Hey, pay me this," talk to people how do i how do I negotiate a contract?" Because, and you know, make sure if there's a 30 day clause, if you want to get out of a contract, make sure you understand those things. We had an agency that we worked with, um, and there was a 30 day clause, and we negotiated that. Say, no, if you don't do a good job, we want 15 days to be able to end the contract. Mm -hmm. So, um, and talk to people, that's for sure. And anyone can email me if they ever have any questions. I'm an open book.
0: How how can people, and and speaking of that, how can people, and thank you for that, because right there, Will help so many people. I mean, that's that's like you know, people say, "Oh, call me, ask me." But you're so kind to actually reach out and say, "Yes, you really can do this." So, how can people reach you? And on top of it, how do we find Tiny Tags? Tell yep. us everything. My we email can do is tinytags.com. and my Instagram
1: is melissa r clayton. Um, and Tiny Tags is
0: tinytags.com. So that's uh, three places to find us. Can't thank you enough. Well, first of all, for Boston for joining us last minute, I called Melissa. It was great. We on a panel. I, like, sure. I was blown away that by the event happened. that you put on.
1: So kudos to you for um, for what you put on. It was so intimate. Everybody was there to support, share, and uplift each other. Um, it was amazing. So thank you. Well,
0: right at you because it can only happen because of women like you who are willing to come and share their stories and help others. And so I'm going to quickly, so what we did, you guys, we have a new thing at Morph Mom, and we call it Morph Mom on the Move, and we bring speakers to different cities, to different localities. Um, same exact like the conversation Melissa and I just had. What's next? How do you figure it out? And what we'll do is we will leave everybody with a local registry so you can stay in touch with everybody who's there. But then like a spiderweb, You will be connected with all the other registries around the country. So our next one will be somewhere in New York, Connecticut in the fall. And we're thinking Florida in February. And then I think in just in May, we're going to be down in DC. But all of those cities, you'll be connected to Melissa's pod up here in Boston. So we're really, really excited about this. And it only happens because of women like Melissa. The only reason this is even that it keeps going because of your kindness and you're just generous and you're, it's just such, it's a humble, it's just this incredible combination of people who come and share their stories, truly wanting to help others. Again, in line with the mission of Tiny Tags, community, supporting women, uplifting women, and again, loving yourself before you can love others and being forgiving of yourself. So everything that we're trying to do is memorialized in all these Tiny Tags that are made every single day. So we can't thank you enough just for everything you're doing. And the gift. Well, thank you so much. I love
1: this, and uh, anytime. Hopefully, we're gonna see each other again soon in person.
0: (laughs) Uh, You have no choice. (laughs) (laughs) you're stuck with me now. And everybody out there, go get your tiny tags. And you know what I'd be interested in? I'll do a story too on Morph Mom. And it'd be fun, I think, to share maybe some of our taglines, or I could do on the post. Actually, Melissa's post. If you go to at Morph Mom, I'd love to hear. Some of your taglines and maybe could help others trying to figure something out. I think I asked Melissa at the end of Boston what we could do for Morph Mom, and I think connect. So I think ours would be connect, and then that my, the, the quote, quote that I said be interested and you'll be sharing. But connect for me just kind of sums it all up. So I can't wait to get my connect tiny. <laughs> I know. Now we'll I can use it you, right. <laughs> we <love> it soon. <laughs> no, are you kidding? You inspired me. There's no guilt. One thousand percent, I'm inspired to do it. But again, thank you so much for everything. Melissa, one more it. time, you tell everybody.
1: is my email, and then Melissa R. Clayton as Instagram, and then
0: Tiny Tags is our website. And let's share our tags and keep connecting and help each other. Bye. Thank you so much, Melissa, and I'm going to see you soon. Bye, everybody.